Welcome to Stuck in My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy, W-I-Z-E, and I'm so excited for my next guest. He is best known for his contribution to The Secret, the film and the, and the book. I'm so excited, man. This is one of my, this is what I love about doing my job. Well, it's not my job, but love doing my podcast. Welcome to the show, the amazing Bob Doyle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, that intro music was messing with my head. When it goes, <laughs> I'm going, oh, what's happening right now to the internet? The internet is slowing down. No, it's great uh, to be here. I, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. This has been, this is great. This is great. So when we were talking a little off air, I am a fan of yours. I watched the Bob Doyle show on Facebook live. And like I told you off air, yes, you need to rename it. <laughs> That's right. It is no longer just me. It is, especially like yesterday, it was, it was my partner, Tracy, who really just dominated. So it's just a different show, but I so appreciate you watching because it's so different than everything we're going to talk about. I probably, for the most part. Uh, but it is something I, I certainly enjoy doing. It's in a weird state right now because it will probably go back to a Bob Doyle show, which is just just me, just uh, all the stuff I love talking about. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate the viewing. All right. So, Bob, it's 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 kind of all right. So you're known for the secret mm -hmm. and the law of attraction. But now you have something new out there. You, you, you're showing people how to rewire their brain. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it really came down to, I mean, I, I've been passionate about teaching law of attraction for 20 plus years. I mean, it was fascinating to me as it is to many people, but, uh, the, but the fascination enough is not enough to get results with it. And so what I was seeing was that people were spending literal decades sometimes being fascinated with the law of attraction, but still not getting the transformation they wanted in their life because they're looking, they're still looking on the outside. They're looking for that happiness and transformation to be from the outside in. And so they're trying to attract all of this and that and the other thing that will make them happy or make them be this person. It just doesn't work that way. It's completely the opposite way. And it doesn't negate from the law of attraction. So I think I just had this aha moment of like, look, if I really want to help people transform, I need to be willing to let go of trying to get people to understand the law of attraction and the ins and outs of it. And because there's so much to debate, honestly, there's people out there with so many different opinions. And then you get into the science and the metaphysics and all this. It's like at the end of the day, none of that matters. It just doesn't. I mean, it might give you if it'll allow you to move forward with it because, you know, it's a real thing. Fine. But that really doesn't. I've not seen that to be the case. That is a theory that is not true. So I really looked at, you know, people want to do this so they can create their reality. So the question I asked myself was, well, where does reality really get created? Where, when, how? And it the, the real answer for any given individual is that your experience of reality that you're having right now is created right now when you give this moment meaning. Like, are, are, am I enjoying it? Is this where I wanted to be? Am I arrived? Am I on my way? Do I like myself? Do I like this? What everything is created in a moment subconsciously, just like in an instant, and you and you give it meaning. All of this input, but the meaning you give it is going to be different in at least some ways than the different than the meaning I give it, and the next person gives it, 
And it's all because of how we're wired, right? Our programming, how we've learned to interpret just the most minute details of life, give it meaning and construct our reality. So that's when it's created. And, and the meaning that we give things drives us into our next action or lack thereof, right? So which gets us our results, which is our life. So if we just look at our results and if we don't like them, if we're feeling stuck or whatever, you can always trace it back to your wiring and how it is moving you into action or stopping you. The good news is, and why I do the work I do now, is all that wiring can be changed at any time. We're just not, just like it was in, in the same way that it was created in the first place. So my work is about helping people get intentional about how they want to change it. Okay. Yeah, I understand. I fully understand what you're saying. To me, it's, I'm always talking about programming and, and switching and because yes, I believe in the law of attraction and all that, but I also know it takes action. It also takes me implementing the things that I'm learning, not just wishing or just visualizing. You have to make, you have to put action into effect. And, and, and I think that there's a, there's a conversation out there in, in some of the law of attraction communities that, that, that it's like somehow though, no, no, that's not it. I want it to just happen. And this is because of this, I'm asking the universe for thing, thing mentality. We are the universe. We are a physical extension of the universe. We're not separate from it. The, the universe is asking of us. It is not the way the other way around. The universe has implanted us with a desire, something that we want to aspire to be. Now, maybe some of us has pushed it back or whatever, or for some of us, it's right in the forefront, but that's our gift. And we've been given this body and emotions and, and, and this brain that allows us to create that vision as a reality for ourselves. Now, given our where we were born, we may have to go through some years of untangling wiring that was given to us that might say you can't do that. But that's just because those were the beliefs of the people in our life, our parents, our school, whatever. That's where we got those beliefs. They're not true. They're just theirs. And you were wide open as a little baby. Your brain's just going, OK, yes, yes, yes to everything. It's only later do we become even able to discern. But if we're not aware of how we were programmed, we're not going to use that ability of discernment to go back and say, hey, is our truth real? It's just going to use it to discern from this point on based on that truth. What is real? What's possible for me? Which could all be based on a bunch of untrue, unempowering things. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like my, my grandson, he's a sponge and that's at the, that's the age you start. That's they start the programming with, with in school and everything where they're teaching you not to be a free thinker, not to, to be yourself and, and, and just comply to whatever they're saying. I believe me, I love what you're talking about. And I am, I'm so into what, what you you're doing because I truly believe that if we reprogrammed our brain, rewired our brain, like how you say, we can do some amazing things. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, is that we have to let go of this and it's got to happen in a magical amount of time, right? It's like everybody who we aspire to be like or who inspires us, they took a journey and that journey took as long as it took. It could have been years, but they took it and they had their ups and their downs and the times they wanted to give up and the whole thing. If you're committed to that kind of that level of life, then you have to also be committed to not only taking the journey, but hopefully embracing it. 
and understanding that it is the journey that earns you the right to be that person to have a have all of those things. If you just woke up tomorrow and your entire environment had changed, what are you going to do to sustain that? You have no idea how you got there. You don't know what to do that day. It's so that's the thinking, though, that, you know, the secret or some of these other ideas might have put into people like it's got to be this magical thing and occur like a genie in a lamp. And that disappoints a ton of people. But it's 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 never it was never intended. That's not how it was made. That's not how the universe was created. We are creators. The whole universe is about creation. It's creating itself nonstop. We're a part of it. And we have this amazing ability to create and, and experience the joy of the creation. I mean, it's such an amazing gift we have, this experience, the, the human experience. But because we don't know how truly unlimited this brain of ours can be, we just have to start feeding it new information. The, re the way we learned all of this was just repetition, 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 and not questioning anything that was coming in. And then till we thought that those thoughts were our own. So we just kept saying them to ourselves, making them even stronger. But if they're not serving us, we can create new thoughts and it's going to feel super weird and like you're lying to yourself and awkward as all hell at first. And, and you have to embrace that too. And doesn't mean the universe doesn't want it. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It, it's totally natural that you would have those feelings at first. So you just observe them, laugh at them, whatever you got to do and keep replacing them with the thoughts and the images that you want. That will over time, a reasonable amount of time, biology has to occur, not magic, biology. New neural pathways need to be formed and you get to form those using your imagination. It couldn't be easy. What more do you want? You get to imagine it and imagine it, rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it. Wiring takes place. And then, like you alluded to, now out in the real world, when you're not visualizing it, the first opportunity you get to be that new person that you're, you've been visualizing, because it's got to be a different version if you're going to get different results, right? So you're now you're imagining that person out in the world. And the first opportunity you get to recognize autopilot wiring trying to kick in, that's going to keep you right where you've always been. And now because you've rehearsed this new way of being over and over and over, you step into that, you be that out in the world, and now you've started it. It's no longer just on a vision board or in your imagination. You have put it out there. And now the world has no choice but to respond in some way. So if you've acted different, it's going to respond differently. And then the whole process of change begins. Yeah, absolutely right. It's it For me, it's been, had I not pressed record one of my podcasts, None of this would have been happening, this conversation or any other conversations that I've had in recent months, because I've had some great, great people on. And to me, it was me finally stepping out of my comfort zone and not wishing it to happen, actually working for it to happen and building, just building the courage to just finally just press record and face my fears and go, like, you know what, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do my podcast. And from there, from the first five minutes, it was that's how long my first episode was, five minutes long. And from there, it just started, like, it was a snowball effect. Right. You but, said it, that comfort zone. People just don't like to be uncomfortable. And so they that's what stops them. But that's that's where growth happens. And the thing is, is we, we've, we've created a different set of rules for our personal development or transformation than every other area of our life. Everything we learned in our life, this non-negotiable stuff like walking and talking and reading and writing came with tons of errors, tons of them. 
all the feedback your adult mind would need to say, we, we can't do that. We can't walk. We can't talk. That's impossible. Do you see how many times I failed? That's what, how, what we've become. But when it's really, truly non-negotiable, you don't think about it as, oh, this failure means, no, no, you just have to do it. And you take that fail, failure or that response and you take it for what it is, which is simply feedback, something that you can use to make an adjustment so that you can continue to move forward. This whole idea of like, oh, I took 10 steps back. No, you didn't. It seems like that, but you got a piece of very valuable information, which makes you think that you didn't, but you had to make that mistake so that you could learn the big thing. And now you move forward. It's like 20 steps forward. But that thinking that we've all learned, we've learned it from TV and society and this like, oh, this means that. But not everybody thinks that way. The iPhone would not exist if the people behind that technology thought like that. Thousands of errors. I mean, look, they create. it's impossible. It's impossible what they've done and continue to do with today's technology. So the, the amount of failures and feedback, I can't even imagine, millions, millions. And we go five times, we tried, well, I tried five times, so you, clearly the universe doesn't want it for me. No, it's just not non-negotiable for you. It's 100% negotiable, because if it was non-negotiable, you just keep doing it. But as soon as there's any of this, well, maybe it'd be cool. Then, of course, once it gets that, that, to that point of discomfort, which it will do if you're going to grow, and instead of celebrating the discomfort, which is, hooray, here I am, here we go, boom, I'm going to move through. We go, okay, no, I guess that, no, I was stupid to do this. And then you just stay back. because, And that's not because there's anything wrong with you or that you're weak or any of it. It's because you have reached the limits of your own wiring. And with all the information you have, stopping is the logical choice. You have all the evidence you need to support it. It's not, doesn't feel like, you know, it's just like, no, I can't because of all of this. But this, all of this is just your interpretation based on your wiring and a coach or somebody else can come in and say, well, here's about 12 different ways you could look at this. You've got one way you think you have to look at it. No. Let's look at it this way. And then once you start doing that a little bit and you realize, okay, yeah, there are other ways to look, then that's when it really begins to be, you know, the freedom. And then you feel that empowerment of like, but also you realize, wow, what a slave I have been to my stories. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's crazy because just by you talking, it's, it's my story. It's me. It's, I could have easily stopped recording when people were turning me down to be a guest on the podcast. I could have easily, easily stopped my journey right then and there. And I was like, no, I'm going to continue because I love doing it. It was fun. I had a great time. And eventually the no's turned to yes. And and, and, and the confidence started growing and the, the audience started growing. And being able to see the growth and not give up, because now I've been doing it two years now. I love it. I've The networking I've done, the people I've attracted into my life to help me build and grow as a person, as a podcaster, it's been an amazing journey. But had I quit in the early stages of it and said, no, this is too hard. That's, right. That, that right there is to me is failing already, like just giving up, just the fact that, or even the fact that had I not pressed record, all those, that whole time I was pressing, not pressing record, I was telling myself, making excuses. Oh, who's going to listen to me? I sound horrible. Oh, my God. I went that down. That <laughs> Speaking of the Bob Doyle show, I can't tell you how many times I rehearsed that first show, like ridiculous amounts, just stupid. And then so that nothing would go wrong. And of course, I went live and everything went wrong. And that became that just was part of the bit. But here's the here's the thing I want to point out. 
there was more than just the doing of what you did. Like as you were going through your journey, it wasn't just that you kept doing the podcast. You had shifted into a being. You are that podcast host, period. That's who I am. And I will continue to represent myself in that way. And to the extent that you owned, that's who you are. Then the doing took care of itself. It was appropriate. You weren't second guessing and going, well, if I was that guy, what would I? You just, this is the thing about stepping into being that future version of yourself now, because you will make different decisions. You, If you start to just intentionally think like that future version of you, how would the future version of me look at this situation and start to think and act from that future version of you, which we just, we get to do. Right. If we, the, the sooner you do that, the sooner the rewiring starts, the sooner the results you get, it's and, and it's just right there. It's so available for everybody. And we're so in our heads about it. Yep. <laughs> and that's why I named my podcast stuck in my mind because I was stuck in my head. It was just me just making excuses like for every week, for everything. And yeah. now I see myself like, why can't I do it? Why not me? Like, why can't I do this? I, I, I've been doing this. I did this without knowing. I didn't, I didn't know anything about podcasting. Yeah. I didn't know the editing process. I didn't know about the platforms, any of that. And it was me wanting to learn and, and grow. And, and I did all the research. I found out what platform was good for me and just went with it. And again, it was, I, I made a lot of mistakes. I, right. Cause that's so, how you chip away and learn. Yeah. And I you find your own mistakes. style. You know, that's the other thing is you use other people to a guide for an example. But as you go, then you find you in it. And that's when it gets really, really, really fun. You know, it just becomes super, super natural for you. And it just becomes an extension of of who you're being. You're just now you're on mic, you know. So I, I applaud everybody who's got more than a handful of podcasts. I applaud because it's a commitment. It's all kinds of commitment and dealing with the scheduling and all of those things. So you got to really be strong in who you are being in this because there's a lot of reasons, a lot of ways you can get discouraged in podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things is numbers. People think that once they drop an episode, they're supposed to get thousands and thousands of downloads. Right. And it is nothing. Like there are millions of podcasts now. I mean, it didn't used to be that way, but no. now it's like, it's just because it's the whole you build it. Yeah. And then you have to tell a bunch of people about it yeah. and get your guests to tell people about it and all of that stuff. But again, it all comes back down to you seeing yourself as being this person who gets the great guests, who gets the distributorship, who just makes the right decisions. You, it, it, It's such a different distinction between pretending like that this is who you are now is doing these things. It, it's it is literally teleporting your mind into the future and imagining how is this person behaving differently than I am today? What, what, what stories has he given up? What excuses is he no longer making? Cause the, cause that person wouldn't tell those stories about why things are how they are and how well they did this. And they wouldn't have any room for those stories. And so anybody listening, who's, who's clinging to their stories about you know, to justify why they aren't where they want to be okay we get it now stop telling those stories because then you you have become them 
and you can't move, then who are you without those stories? Well, let's define that. That's one of the reasons people don't want to give up their stories because they haven't figured out who's the, who is it that doesn't need these stories? They just know that it doesn't feel good, but I'm familiar with these stories. And man, oh man, can I tell them with great emotion. And I can get people nodding and agreeing and I get all this validation that, yeah, I'm stuck for a reason and nobody benefits from that. Your Absolutely. brain gets it. You get those little chemicals that go, yeah, you're right. That's that's about as good as it gets. And why is that? Why do you think people do that? Like, why if we can rewire our brains, why do you think people don't do it? Because they because honestly, even though we're sitting here telling what's the simplest of facts and no one's debating it in the scientific community anymore that our brains can change, they still don't believe it will work for them. And it may be because they've tried every freaking thing under the sun and everybody promised them that it was going to work. Hey, just learn about the law of attraction, visualize this and boom, it's going to happen. So I understand why people are filtering and filtering and filtering what the word, and but what I'm trying to say is, look, this is the most simple message I can possibly imagine when it comes to transformation. Your brain can change. That's it, because your brain, as we've already discussed, it is 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 the gateway to your reality, right? It it determines everything. So and since we know that the brain is changeable, let's change it. I don't know how to change it. Well, let's. I'll give you a structure. Well, who do I want to be? Let's figure that out. You know, whatever. It, but but let it make it fun. It's a game. It's it's like wow, I get to be this. And maybe it takes a month. Maybe it takes four years. Maybe it takes ten years. But at least I, I I get to have that journey. And then when I arrive there, I've arrived there. I'm ten years ahead. You know what I mean? Because we can sit here and talk about why we can't do it for the rest of our lives, or we can take the time it takes, make the investment, get all the discomfort, the stuff you don't want to do. But then you get there. Yeah, I, I've taken courses. I've in in the two years that I've started my podcast, I've taken courses on 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 everything that I can on editing, video, audio, everything because I've wanted to learn learn and grow. Eventually, I'm gonna have to stop doing it because it's a lot of work. <laughs> But isn't it fun though? In that, and when you when you get lit up by something like that, oh, man, and learning all of those things. I mean, I love that too. I, I I love to go down these rabbit holes and learn how to do all these things that I may never use in my in my professional life. But I just love learning stuff, learning about things that light me up. And sometimes it's been like I learn and I learn and I learn, and there's no clear reason why I've learned it or why it's showing up. And then later, maybe three years later, all of that knowledge comes like it's like thank god i went down that hole because now i know this and i am ready to step here so following those things i think is super important and not getting in our heads about well i don't know it's not making me any money okay well there's more to life than that you've got to you're here to freaking enjoy it that's why we have the good feelings we're here to enjoy it we've got every like i said before we've got the tool all the tools we need to manifest the the without any of the magic but to manifest the life we want the magic does all that law of attraction stuff happens, but we don't have to think about it. We don't have to try. We The more we try to make it happen, the more we interfere with it. And so it's just like, let it go. Like when you drop a glass, it's going to fall to the earth without you thinking about it, understanding how it happens without any intention, with no vision board. It just does it because you did what it takes to drop the glass. And the law of attraction will do what you want it to when you just do what you need to do to make it happen. And that's be that person now wow that is powerful 
and that's why I was so excited when I <laughs> when I got the message, and I was like, "Heck yeah, I want Bob Doyle on my show." Me, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> but yeah. it, it's been. I was like, "Oh man, yes," and it, it things happen for a reason. Like when we were supposed to do this in June, like something family emergency came up. Oh, but yeah. at the same, but the same thing at the same time. My wife had booked a trip to Aruba for us, and it was that same week. And I was like, I don't want to cancel the show. Oh <laughs> my gosh! See, well, that did work out perfect. So things happen for a reason. It's like, no, we want this is going to happen, and it's going to happen at when it's supposed to happen. So this is the moment right now. So I'm, ex like I said, I was so excited. I was like a kid in the candy store. Cool. Well, that's <laughs> that's nice to hear. No, but like I said, your show, I have a great time watching it. You you do VR. Yes, huge into VR. I mean, when that first became publicly available, you know, like in 2016, this first set of headsets went out there. I was all over it because in the law of attraction conversation, which is so much about visualization and making it real and as real as possible, I'm thinking, well, VR, that's the it's the perfect tool. You put that headset on and, you know, burn some incense or whatever, and you can activate almost all the senses you know, all the senses and create a visualization that feels super real. So that was something that, you know, it's technology that's called to me and I continually play with it and it gets better and better and better all the time. It just jaw dropping. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm heavily into that. I'm watching, I should say, the metaverse. We've played in the metaverse. I still think we seem to be just a little early for just everybody to jump on board. They're still going, what is this now? Why do I need to, I don't know if I want to buy a headset, you know, that kind of stuff, but we're really close. You know, we're know really I, close. You've got me thinking about it. <laughs> I watch y'all yeah. do it and I'm like, that's interesting. I might, one, I might Once you get in there, <laughs> I mean, because there are, there's so, there's so many tools for personal development, meditation tools and things like that, that are just ideal for that sort of fully immersive environment that VR gives you for a few hundred bucks now. I mean, it used to be way more expensive and they have more expensive solutions, but the average person can get this, you know, going in their house for a few hundred bucks. And it's just in all ages. I mean, it's not just for gaming and stuff like that. There are some real full on awesome experiences to have that will just make you appreciate reality in a different way yeah because you're absolutely right if you can see it in your head you can manifest it generates it. all those emotions it just you know hopefully it's just like a it's like a whole different level of vision board you know where yeah. you're in it yeah i i agree with you so what would what would you suggest for some people to like what what would be someone's first step into into this transformation so the first thing i always do with people is i put them through a quiz i have a quiz called the transformation personality type quiz it's an online thing it's free it takes about a minute of your life but what it tells you is it, it what i came up with was i called it the personality transformation personality type and what it shows you is your autopilot behavior when it comes to transformation that might be stopping you it doesn't if you fall into one of these types it's not a bad thing and it doesn't mean that you're messing up your progress. But if you do, if you're finding that it's difficult to get past a certain level, you keep doing the same things over and over or just for whatever reason, life isn't what you think it should be. Then these are areas to look because you, how are you going to change autopilot wiring if you're not aware that it's there? Right. So the quiz tells shows you at least one way 
that you're stopping yourself. And I say it that way because one day you might take it and test as one type and then take it the next day. And depending on what kind of day you're having, where your head's at, you might test for another type. So it's not about being a particular type. It's about using the tool, the quiz to show you some autopilot behavior so that when you're out there in your everyday life, you become aware of it because that's the first step to getting the power in all of this is awareness, your ability to detach from an autopilot response where you may be getting flooded with emotion and to be able to look at it objectively and say, what's really true here? You know, and if, and, and really there's nothing true until you decide. So what can I decide is true here that serves me way better than where I was about to go. So taking that quiz and getting aware of some of your autopilot behavior is the first step because then you know what it is that you want to be on the lookout for. But the but right after knowing that you you need to come up with what is the behavior that I'm going to replace this autopilot behavior with. Otherwise, you're just like, well, OK, I'm in autopilot. But what what do I do now? And that's why, you know, we you know, we we use visualization and whenever, you know, in any of my programs, it's visualization in the morning, it's in the afternoon and any time you've got in between. It's free. You can do it. Anytime you've got some time to visualize the way that you would rather be in any given situation. So, you know, we start our day by looking ahead and saying, well, this is what I got coming up. And oh, at this situation, I sometimes I go this direction. I'd rather not. I'd rather go this direction. And you run it and you run it and you run it and you run it all different ways, all different ways, all different scenarios and outcomes so that you're ready so that when the trigger happens, if it does, and you feel the old autopilot reaction coming back, you get to stop. And in an instant, use any one of the pre-rehearsed ways of being so that you begin that wave of change out in the outer world. You, you've begun to be and not just think about and wish that you were that person. You've begun to embody it for the world to see. I can't argue with any of the things, anything you said, because I, I now I actually do some of those in the morning. When I wake up in the morning, I sit down, take a few take a few minutes to just just think about my day just like what am i what is what's my day going to be like yep and so that's how i do at the beginning of the day and then when i get home from work i'm like all right this is what the rest of the afternoon is going to be like and and for the most part that's how it goes and but it's since i've been doing that things have been shifting like things have gone into falling into place things are happening in my life that that are, are that are exciting and and being able to to see this happening and realize what's going on it's like wow it's just a, to me it's an amazing feeling and it's happening for logical reasons you're there are tweaks to how you're occurring in the world based on how you're visualizing these new ways of being so it's not like and somehow it just magically it's no you changed some of your behavior based on using your imagination to create a different way of being. You know, in the evenings, what I have people do is to go back and review their day. Like maybe they didn't behave in the way that they would have liked. Maybe it wasn't as empowering as they wanted it to be. I seem, I seem to be frozen. Yes, but I still hear you. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, I might be able to fix that, but, but, uh, but it's a chance for them to go back and, and rerun that scenario in a way that is more empowering. You know, so that they don't, so that the next time that situation comes up, they have a different way, a different choice. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I do, when I do go home, I do reflect on my day and what I could have done differently. And like, 
how could I have handled this situation differently? And, and then you just run it through your head. And maybe the next time a situation like that occurs, you know, all right, I handled it this way last time and it didn't work out. Maybe now I can. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Right. <laughs> I know I disappeared. You completely disappeared. <laughs> um, but yeah. But there we go. But yes. All right. I, I feel I definitely know what you're talking about. That's, that's a lot of well, things that. Yes. And, and not only, I mean, think about what is happening bio, biologically. You're running it, you're running it, you're running it. Your subconscious doesn't understand that you're not really doing it. You're getting the benefits of neuroplastic behavior, if you will. You know, you're growing new neural pathways. You're releasing new neurotransmitters every time you get emotionally involved with this vision. So you're doing the rewiring. So that's what I'm saying. This is a freaking miracle we've got up in our head. This is why visualization does work. It's not just because of the magical energy flying through the universe and the law of attraction and all that stuff. It's because you're biologically changing your brain to create a new autopilot so that you're, whatever you're manifesting now, you're doing pretty much on autopilot. But now we want to change your wiring so that you up-level everything that you're manifesting on autopilot. Okay, manifesting on autopilot. I like that. Yes, because we're doing it. We are doing it. We don't want to, you know, in some cases we don't want to admit it, but, you know, a lot of what's going on out here, of course, there's a ton of stuff that's out of our direct control, but how we interpret everything is up to us. And then the action we take is up to us. You know, so we, it's, it's, it's really about being this, this work, this journey, this commitment to change is not for the faint of heart. It is about, it is for people who have got a non-negotiable vision who can see the impact it's going to have on their lives and the lives of others in a big way when they do it, not if they do it, when they do it. Because again, if it, because when we're talking about, we're really inviting our old wiring to come at us. When we take it intentional stand, this is who I'm going to be instead. Well, all of our wiring, which is our identity goes, no, you're not that person. And here's a million reasons why you're not and could never be right? Because that's just how we're wired. We're, we're telling it something that is completely opposed to everything it knows to be quote unquote true. So it's, it, you feel it much more. The discomfort is much more pronounced than when we just sort of glide through life, responding again on autopilot and gradually changing. We're asking for it to come as efficiently as possible. And that's why generally people are going to have to have some kind of a support system. It's not it's just logical because you've only got, if you go at this alone, you've only got your own resources, your wiring, your logic, your reasons for stopping, your truth about what's possible for you ultimately. No matter how big you're trying to think, once you reach the limits, that's it. And if you don't have some help and some support and some tools to come to deal with that, those emotional flare-ups that happen, because they do, because it's not just about, oh, I'm, I have this this sort of feet of this memory feeling your, your body gets involved with chemistry. And once the, once your body is flooded with the chemicals, it becomes even harder to override them with just a thought because you know, you're just in it, you're overtaken. But so it takes practice to interrupt your body too, not just your thoughts, but to interrupt your body. So we have, you know, techniques like breath work that we, that we share with people because that will give you a direct access to your physiology to change chemistry in just a minute that if you don't do that, how are you going to get there? You're going to think your way through it, or you can just use a technique to get there quicker. So this is like the value of the work of, of taking on 
you know, having engaging somebody who knows what they're doing here to get you through it efficiently, because on your own, no matter how well-intentioned you are, eventually you will reach the limits of your wiring. And, and from it's It's because I also, I started, like I said, I took courses and all that. Once I started podcasting and, all, and I took some voiceover work. And one of the things they teach you is, is breathing and all that. And to me, it was like, sometimes I would struggle with doing voiceover work and I would just go and breathe and just take that time moment to breathe and use the techniques that they would, they, they would teach. And, and I would record and it would just come out just like, it would come out after just relaxing and breathing and, and learning. There are so many benefits to the breathing and, and I do voiceover professionally too. So, I mean, obviously I know the benefits of that and I've been like in high school, I was in the marching band. So I learned from a very young age to breathe from my diaphragm rather than up here. So that part of learning to breathe properly, quote unquote, was, was fairly easy for me, but the benefits are so huge. Again, just being able to take direct control over your biology to either wind down, fall asleep, just relax, get energized. I mean, there's so many things just for changing your state, let alone the health benefits of the oxygen and all of the stuff that you can do with healing yourself, you know, and, and it all, it all, and it's great for neurogenesis. It's great for this whole conversation of brain rewiring because it gets you into, you know, you can put yourself in these completely wonderfully silent meditative states where, you know, you just don't have the activity, plus chemically, you're in a great state of what's going on in your body. Your brain is wide open, perfect for perfect, perfect time for suggestion. So again, you can do all of this stuff on your own without these tools, but it's going to take a lot longer. And you're, the odds that you will quit are, are just ridiculously huge, no matter how well-intentioned. Yeah, it, it is. A lot of people, and that was something with... I did my research on podcasts was the average podcaster quits one to 10 episodes in. And so when I got to episode 20, I was like, Hey, I'm, I did pretty good. Above average. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And now I just released episode 148. There you go. That's and, really good. And so it's just me just going and recording. And, and like I said, is at people said, no, a lot of people said no. And, but it was just, going 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 just and they're always going. no for nows anyway yeah right it's just yeah. it's yeah there's it's a whole the whole psychology of getting the nose is another whole conversation but <laughs> it doesn't see it but if you're just committed it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter you just go to the next one the next one the next one you don't make it mean anything about yourself you know it's not you don't doubt your vision or whatever because when you do the work up front to get clear on why you're doing this why you're being this then you don't have to you don't have to deal with any of that self-doubt stuff that comes along and the nose don't have to mean anything. And you can just say, well, it's all divine. They'll come around at the right time, whatever it is to just keep you going. So, and obviously you've done that if you're post one, you know, past 100. Episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've recorded way more than that, but <laughs> I have, I have a lot of episodes that I still, cause I just did the transition to video this past September. Okay. Prior to that, I was just audio, strictly audio. And, but I was using StreamYard to record the audio because I would interview people and I would record it to my roadcaster and and then it would just I had a a couple on and they were a marketing specialists and all that and they were like so do you do video I'm like no not yet I'm still working on it and they're like so so you, you do video I'm like no no not yet I'm 
And then the third time they said it, I was like, you know what? Yes, I do. Yes, video I now. certainly do. I do video now because I understood <laughs> what they were trying to trying to get at. And and I was like, yeah, it was me in my own way holding myself back because I was I was prepared. I had the equipment. I had everything I needed. I was using StreamYard already to record the audio. It's just me. I just had to get out my own way about doing the video aspect of it. Yes. Learning to be aware and owning those stories. And like, is there any logic to this whatsoever? Like there's a reason that you've made it true. Sometimes just saying it out loud or writing it down in a journal or something is enough to have you look at it in a different way and go, oh, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If you like you had to, if you had to fight for your position in court, you'd never win. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you can, and then if you can be okay with just, not making yourself wrong for any of it and just going, okay, well, I just, I, I, that's just my wiring. It got me there. This is exactly what I'm here to replace and come up with a different thing. And everybody can do that. Anybody can make the choice to not get so emotionally attached to past choices, past stories, past. It's not easy all the time, but it is still a choice you can make to take that journey. Yes, it is. It is. Bob, man, this has been great. I, I love this. This has been amazing. This is why I do my podcast is to be able to have people like yourself come on and share your knowledge and share what you're doing out there with with the world because people need to hear this. People need to know that, hey, you can't you don't have to be stuck in a situation you're in. You can rewire your brain and, and you can rewire yourself to help get and to where you want to be. It's the most basic thing we're here to do. This is not like learning some new thing. We, with scientists have discovered, it's what we were born to do. We're getting back to the most basic, basic, basic function and gift of being a human being. That's it. it was nothing new, no newfangled belief system, philosophy. You don't have to know metaphysics. None of it. Just know who you want to be and start being it, and then watch your brain do the rest. Yes, absolutely. Now is the time where. Let everybody know where they can find you at website, everything. So the quiz that we were talking about, they can find us at tbtquiz.com for transformation. tptquiz.com, sorry, tptquiz.com for transformation personality type quiz.com. And then meet Bob Doyle is pretty much just sort of meetbobdoyle.com. It's sort of the gateway to all other things, Bob, including the show and coaching and training and speaking and all those other Bob Doyle things. Oh man, Bob! Again, this is—it's been an honor to have you on, but don't leave just yet. Hold on one second. All right, now it is time for shout-outs. Big shout-out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout-out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you and appreciate the support you give me, babe. Big shout-out to Bob Doyle for coming through and sharing his his mojo. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Doyle is amazing. So I'm, and as always. A big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash Wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.